2: Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. at and The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking. When we're not 100% sure yet what to write.
5: Chase Masner is an Iraq War veteran, a husband, a father.
0: His wife told us she dropped him off at a quick trip in Cobb County. His
5: family says he was last seen at a friend's house in Kennesaw three years ago.
0: It's like he vanished from that
2: home not to be seen or heard from again.
5: Despite some intense searching, few clues have been found. We
2: have absolutely no answers at all.
5: Police are trying to determine if remains found in a backyard are those of an Army veteran who has been missing now for three years.
0: This is the home where three years ago, 26-year-old Chase Masner was last seen. The search continues for a man wanted in connection with the disappearance and now death of a young Cobb County father and veteran.
5: It was the last person to see Masner alive and he is now charged with concealing a death.
0: You have to question why somebody would make the decision all of a sudden to run. A
1: beloved son, a husband, a father goes missing and to top it all off, a United States veteran in the prime of his life, Chase Masner goes missing. But in the last hours, breaking news in the Chase Masner death and disappearance. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. Oh, how we investigated the disappearance of Chase Masner. In the last hours, a man in court, Brad Clements, said, I actually... Helped track down and banged on his door in an overnight motel to get answers. Clement appearing in court, but still no answers. Listen to this. My understanding is the defendant is here to
6: enter into a guilty plea, to these two counseling on the patent will be negotiated guilty plea. So, with that, I'm swearing the defendant. Uh, Mr. Clement, Mr. Clement, please raise your right hand to the best of your ability You can swear or affirm that any testimony you should give in the matter now before this court should be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth about the guy. put your hand on Bradshaw correct? Yes, sir. Having heard everything that the state has said, having heard your uh, attorney's statement, you believe that it is in your best interest using the case of Alfred versus North Carolina. Yes, sir, And under Alford versus North Carolina, you wish for me to accept this goal. Yes, sir, Your Honor.
1: But how did we get here? Chase Masner missing for years. Years go by. His wife wondering: Did he just leave me? Did he abandon me and his own children? I recall sitting in the living room and dining room with his mother as she broke down in tears going through family albums, wondering what happened to her son. A beautiful young boy, that's the way his mom describes him, that beautiful boy turned into a young man that everyone loved, that went off to fight for our country, an Iraqi war vet, comes home to his lovely wife, absolutely lovely. I wish you could meet her like I did, Amanda and their little girls, only to meet with what he escaped in Iraq, and that is death. Chase's remains were found behind a so-called friend's home. This young guy, Chase Masner, an Iraqi war vet, went missing March 27. After a search which many people found questionable, it seemed as if law enforcement was not taking his disappearance seriously. Telling his mother they think he just dropped off the grid. The people that knew him the best knew that was not true and that somehow he had met foul play. And after I spoke to his mother and his wife, Amanda, I knew for sure Chase didn't just go
2: missing. He just didn't walk away, deciding never to come back. Listen. The first several weeks, they were not actively investigating because in their words it's not a crime to be missing if he wanted to walk away it's not a crime can you take me
1: back to the day that chase went missing
2: what happened chase was at our house he was staying with us for a few days and Spoke with Amanda, his wife, on the phone.
1: Now hold on. He's married with two little girls at this time. Yes. Two little, little girls. So he's fighting with Amanda and he came to stay at your house for a few days. Correct. All right.
2: Okay. Then what? He had been with us for three days and he had the next two days off work and Amanda had asked him to go back to their house uh, for those two days and she came to pick him up. from the house and they were arguing already at the pickup before even on the phone before the pickup why over what you know I don't was it money I didn't know they were having problems until Amanda asked me if Chase could come and spend some time at our house so they could have space okay so he finally
1: lands a job at quick drip but he was having a hard time, so landing that job and going to it on a regular basis and assimilating was kind of a triumph, right? Yes. Okay, so they leave together. Where were the the babies, the girls? In the car. Okay. He leaves. When did you hear from him next? Never. That, that was it. it? That was it. When he left, what do you remember about him leaving? What little thing do you remember?
2: He was just so frustrated, that's the only word I can come up with is frustrated, it was he was very irritated, agitated, and just... About what? This, this could, could be, be important. important. What, what do you think he was agitated, was agitated about? Whatever was going on in their marriage. Was it that, or
1: was it just life in general, or the argument he was having with Amanda?
2: I really think it was just what was going on between he and Amanda.
1: Okay. Well, they've all been there. So he leaves around 6.30 that evening, 3.26, March 26, and you never saw him again? Never. And you never spoke to him
2: again? No. Did you ever text with him again? No. I text him, but I, I didn't get any response.
1: That's significant. When did you text him?
2: Not until the next day. Is that normal for him to have gone the whole night without texting or anything? Well, yes, because like I told you before, I just assumed they went home and were working things out. So I didn't try to call him or text him that night. The next day.
1: Yeah, the last thing a married couple needs is the mother-in-law butting in. Okay. So he left, and for all you knew, the girls, they went out to dinner or went home, and you just assume no news is good news. Right. Okay. So next day, what happens?
2: Next day, I got up, just proceeded as a normal day, and I got a text from Amanda later in the afternoon.
1: Did you text him that day?
2: Not until after I heard from Amanda. Okay.
1: What did she say?
2: She said, I just wanted to let you know that Chase did not come home with me last night.
1: I mean, really. They couldn't just hold it together for five or six hours until they fell asleep. So something went bad there. Did yes. she tell you what?
2: No, she didn't give me any details, but she she told me that um, she took Chase to Brad's house. Between
1: 8 and 9, the night of 3.26, she took him to Brad. So they made it for about three hours. Yes. Got into an argument. She took him to Brad's. So So you texted texted him him at at what time that day? day?
2: 3.27. Well, as soon as I found out that Chase was not with Amanda, as soon as I got that text, I started calling
0: his phone. Sent Thursday, March 27 at 3.37 p.m. Hi, baby,
2: will you please give me a
1: call?
0: I'm assuming that you're just sleeping,
1: which is totally okay, but I need to know that
0: you're all right love you. End of message.
1: Chase Masner missing for years. Years go by. His wife wondering, did he just leave me? Did he abandon me and his own children? I listened to what police had to say. and I thought, well, would this guy have just bagged it? I mean, he was arguing with Amanda. I mean, here's the deal. He had been in Iraq. He came home. He could not re-assimilate to civilian life. He had a wife and two beautiful baby girls that he had to support. He couldn't find the job he wanted. He finally just took a job at Quick Trip. This guy was making money for his family. He was coming home at night to his wife and his children. All couples argue. And that night, everything went sideways. And what's interesting, Trey, with me is Amanda's mom, is that Brad Clement, who by his own admission was the last one to be known with Chase, actually tried to point the finger at Amanda and told us what he really thought happened was that Amanda was, quote, blowing up Chase's cell phone that night to come back. And he thought the next day while he ran errands that Amanda came and picked him up And and did away with him. And he was never seen again. Take a
2: listen to this. Stephanie Cadena is with me right now. When I call and reported Chase missing and Amanda came into the middle of the report. She actually said that she took Chase to Brad's house and that she dropped Chase off at Quick Trip.
1: You know what? I used to have an old judge. He was 84 years old on the bench and he was dead set on proving everybody. He was the fittest judge in the courthouse, which he was, I might add. And he would tell every jury, it is your duty to make all witnesses speak the truth and impugn perjury on no one. Which means different witnesses can see or hear different things and they can all be telling the truth in one way or the other. So that could have been true for all I know. She took him to Brad's house and he wasn't there and then dropped him at Quick Trip or whatever. It could very well be that way. The fact is Brad says they meant a Quick Trip and she says she left him with Brad. And we know we believe, anyway, that he was with Brad from that point on. So quick trip or house. How far did he live from quick trip, anyway? Two minutes. Uh, okay. So we know that he was with Brad that after that night. Yes. By 10 o'clock, he was with Brad. Yes. And you never saw or heard from him after that. That was the last time anyone but Brad saw him that we know of. Yes. Stephanie Cadena is with me right now. Also with me is... Daniel Wilkerson from CBS 46, who has also been on the story. At Brad's house, he was having roofing done. Is that correct? Yes. And did they any of the roofers ever see him there alive? I don't know. Do you know, Daniel? No.
3: I talked to or spoke with the owner of the roofing company, and he says they never saw Chase.
1: Would they have? Was he in a bedroom asleep the whole time or what?
3: according to Brad yes he was in a bedroom sleep so
1: he never came out of the bedroom
3: according to the roofer no
1: now were the roofers in the home or outside the home
3: they were outside the home primarily uh, they had a barbecue Brad had a barbecue and at some point for the roofers yes
1: <laughs> I mean why not just cut him a check why would you give him a barbecue
3: <laughs> Brad says that he invited him in for a barbecue and while there, the roofers say Brad gave them a tour of Brad's home,
1: including the bedroom.
3: They went all over, according to. Well, Rupert did Bratt. they see? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Did no. they see Chase?
3: No, they didn't.
1: I'm not even asked why would he give the roofers a tour of his home, but that's significant if he gave them a tour of his home then you would have expected him to go in that bedroom. Did the roofer say he went in the bedrooms?
3: I don't know specifically where they went. He just said that Brad gave him a tour of the home and the roofer said that he thought that was odd.
1: Well, I agree with that. Okay, so at that time we have no reason to know that Chase is dead or alive or asleep in the bedroom or gone. No. So the last time anyone can corroborate him being alive is that night around 930?
3: Yes. Now, Now, if you take Brad's testimony, you know, he saw him, but as far as more anyone more than Brad, no.
1: That and a dollar won't even buy me a gallon of gas, okay? So let's just move from, we know he's alive around 10 o'clock that night. All right, let me ask you this. If he went to Quick Trip, it's my understanding that he was in Quick Trip for about, 30 minutes is that true stephanie that's what i've heard yes heard from
3: brad that's brad brad's testimony okay
1: so well you know what that can kind of be corroborated because amanda says she left him there all right guys what we're trying to do is nail down a timeline this is what goes into nailing down a timeline as best as possible if we've got him alive at that time who's the police authority cobb
3: Cobb County. Cobb County
1: please. PD. What are they saying about surveillance video at Quick Trip? I mean, you might as well be in NASA or or, or, or a Vegas casino because Quick Trip is tricked out with surveillance typically.
2: So what about that?
3: Cobb hasn't said any to me, anything to me. They've said more to Stephanie, right?
2: Yes, and I don't believe they have any surveillance. Have they tried to get it or just dropped the ball? I don't believe they tried to get it. No.
3: Now, we don't know for sure that Cobb didn't pull it.
2: We don't know for sure, but the first several weeks, they were not actively investigating because, in their words, it's not a crime to be missing. If he wanted to walk away, it's not a crime. Okay, let's talk about that.
1: Had he ever in his life gone this long without texting you or calling you, ever. Never. And you know what I say? If you don't know a horse, look at his track record. So what somebody has done in the past, they're likely to do again. Right. If he had gone his whole life texting you and calling you every what? Day, other day, what? All the time. Then why would he quit that day? Right. And say, to H-E-L-L with my mother. See, so I don't believe that. I don't either.
3: Brad tells me that he told chase that hey you can come with me i'm building a computer we'll go back to my house you can watch me build a computer he said they went back to the house they went up in brad's room when they got there chase laid on brad's bed brad was on the floor with the computer he said they talked all night basically about chase's relationship with amanda and his aggravations and he said they end up just falling asleep
1: that sounds like a recipe for disaster You're up all night, one of you may or may not be drinking or doing drugs, and then suddenly the person goes missing. Have you noticed that everything goes bad after midnight? I mean, really? Okay, so 10.30 pick up, and that's confirmed by the people at QT? Yes. Okay, and then he's never seen again by anybody other than Brad? That's correct. Now, Stephanie, according to Brad, they stay up all night working on a computer and talking. Yes. Then what happens? What do we know from Brad?
3: According to Brad, the roofers arrived around 7 o'clock, 7 a.m. Brad says he went down, he let the roofers in, got them started, or I shouldn't say let them in. He says that he uh, got the roofers started on the house. He says he then went back inside and moved chase from his room to a guest room. Because I guess the area where the roofers were going to be working would be right over his bedroom. And he said he left chase there. He said that he helped chase carry some bags out of his room because I asked him, I said, well, was chase, could he walk? I mean, you know, how did you help him? He said, I picked up his bags. I helped him to the room and chase fell asleep there and uh i guess hour two transpires and brad goes downstairs he comes back up he gets chase's phone and he uh then leaves he left a total of twice one the first time he left he brad says was to take a computer to a friend he said he came back
1: the computer that they worked on all night
3: Yes. Okay. Yes. He says he came... It's starting
1: to make a little more sense to me if they stayed up all night talking why Chase was still asleep. I mean, he wasn't coming, wasn't going to go home to Amanda. So why not? He'd been up all night fixating on his relationship with his wife. So why not sleep it off? Breaking news in the Chase Masner death and disappearance. I'm Nancy Grace. This is Crime Stories. Thank you for being with us. In the last hour's... A man in court, Brad Clements, that I actually helped track down and banged on his door in an overnight motel to get answers. What happened to this beloved son, husband, and father? The more we investigated, the more murky the waters became. Listen. We're back at square one, Stephanie, because we have to talk to Brad. That's the missing link here. Now, we know he has refused a polygraph and then stated again he will take a polygraph. I'm going looking for him, okay? Okay. Armed with nothing but my iPhone, and I am going to find him. And I'm gonna ask him what happened. I'm gonna see what story he's gonna tell me, and we'll take it from there. But I want to know from you, as we sit
2: here together right now, what are your thoughts? I just want to know the truth. I want to know what happened to chase do you believe
1: chase is still alive i do not now are you saying that with your heart and your head or yes i i don't believe he's alive can you think of a reason that anyone would have wanted him dead not a single reason well we looked and we looked and we searched and we found the wild card as i like to call him brad clements we found him i beat on his door he opened the door and he let me in i want you to hear what he said when i questioned him grilling him over an hour and a half about the disappearance of chase masner let's hear what the wild card brad clement has to say i'm trying to figure out especially after I met Chase's mother yesterday. That about broke my heart. I mean, it's been all this time she still doesn't even know what happened. She thinks Chase is dead. Do you think he's dead?
4: I don't know. I mean, I, I hope that he's not, but really, I, I don't know. Like, I, I've, i you know, I've wondered about it. And, you know, the, the last time that I was with him, like, like I, I hardly knew them really. Like, I met him maybe, Three or four times. Like,
1: I thought you'd been over to their house.
4: No, I've been over to their house like after all of this happened. Like, I went Didn't over there. Did you go to
1: put together a ping pong table or a pool table or something no, like that?
4: No, no, never. That was uh, the only time I'd gone over to the, um, their house is when, um, uh, what's her name? Amanda? Yeah. M- Amanda called and asked me to come over there and like talk to her. And uh, I went over there with my dog to like, you know, talk to her about all this. And, um, like, it was kind of, um, kind of odd, me being over there, and, um... Like, because really
1: you only need her through Chase.
4: Right. And I never really, you know, talked to just her, and it, it was, you know, I kept hearing all these, you know, mixed things, you know, li- well, this is later, I guess, like, about her and, like, his friends and stuff, and... What
1: do you mean, her and his friends? I mean, I don't want like to throw,
4: throw her under the bus or anything, but, I mean, it's just... And I don't Are
1: you saying that she'd slip around?
4: I mean, that's kind of the word on the street. Is I'm that intrigued. what Chase I thought? mean, that, that's kind of what I thought when I was when I went over there to see her. Like that, she, you know, wanted, like, I don't know. It's just. Did it was, she hit it was on odd. You? Oh yeah. I mean, like, she was like, well, she she called me up and was like, hey, can you bring me some pot to like smoke some pot? Do You want to smoke some pot with me? And I was like, I at this point in my life, I wasn't smoking, and I was like, I think I have like a grinder that you could scrape and she was like yeah bring it over here and I was like okay.
1: She'd take it out of a grinder? Well, it
4: was like you know the resin stuff that you could like scrape. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. And uh I mean cause apparently they smoked like a lot because you know the whole thing where um she called up what's like her mother or someone to like help them clean up something in the house like they were growing pot plants you know they had a bunch of pot plants they were growing in the house and that's why she was like hey I need you to come over here and help me clean this up because they were cleaning out all the pot plants before the cops came over there. So, that was, like, a big thing with that, but, um... That
1: could be part of the reason she doesn't want to talk anymore, because she doesn't want to be dragged in some way.
4: Yeah, they were, she was really, like, you know, you know, just, uh, I guess, uh, worried about that, and, uh, I was like, it's not even that big of a deal. It's like, people grow pot plants all the time in their backyard, you know, especially here in the South, but um
1: yes i I don't know about that but okay i'll just (laughs) take your word for it let's pause for just one moment i want it clear this is brad's story this is his explanation of how he is not involved in the disappearance of chase masner so take it with a box of salt and you be the judge now (laughs) i want to get to so
4: (sighs) i mean see i the the thing is is like i hardly knew them like they were good friends so some my good friends with my friend alan who lived in the house with me and so he told um amanda and them that i like shot ha- shot heroin into chase and killed him and put this all in their head just be- just to get me in trouble
1: why be- would you use up heroin on somebody else
4: and fact, somebody that i don't even know you know i mean why would you do something where there's uh, that that's another thing it's like i just don't know some, why would you take somebody that you hardly know and then get them high with heroin, where you know people overdose all the time, and it's like okay, it's ch-
1: what what do you think Chase was on?
4: I don't really think he was on much other than pot and alcohol that night. I mean that's. I'm, gl- I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean I, you know, he was trying to get more, like, and I gave him some cash. I gave what did him sixty dollars. What was he into? He it? was trying to get the Roxy crap the, or the thirty milligram Roxy pills. The that was what everybody was taking Alan was giving him those sometimes because Alan would take those and so he assumed that I could get them because Alan could get them. and you know I, I brought him and you know I was in a motorcycle wreck and I was on those at one point point. and you know so I took him to my, like that's one of the main reasons I picked him up just to kind of talk to him that night and be like you know dude you don't want that shit. like I was in a motorcycle wreck man coming off of those pills is terrible you know I mean and I figured I could just you know hang out with him and you know
1: If you didn't really know him that well, why did you let him come to your place?
4: I mean, because he'd been over there before. Okay. Like, and I mean, he worked at the Quick Trip right down the street from my house, so...
1: So, what do you think... Just take me through what happened that, when he goes missing.
4: I mean, it's really not that much. Like, it's like, everybody says, I, like, changed my story and all this stuff, but it's like, that was, like, what I did that day, you know? I mean, that wasn't really anything to do with Chase. It was like, you know, I ran a bunch of errands, what I was doing... You know, most of the time when I was fixing up my house. Like, he was there that night and then, you know, basically left. Sometime between when I was coming back from uh, the store to when I started cooking. Like, I mean, he had to have. Like, I mean, that, that's the okay. only logical thing. Like,
1: so you go on, I think it was March the 26th-ish, to pick him up at Quick Trip. Mm-hmm. And it was at night around
4: ten like thirty or something. Ten,
1: okay, all right. You pick him up and bring him to your place mm-hmm. directly, or do y'all drive around?
4: No, we just go direct. I mean, it was right down the street.
1: Okay, so you didn't drive around to hit to score and nothing like that. You go no. straight home. All right. Yeah. So you go home. What does he do?
4: I mean, we just sit there and start talking. We actually, I had a bunch of stuff that I was building a computer with, so I had him help me carry a bunch of stuff in, and then I started building the computer that I was. Actually, not this one, but a different one. And, um, I had, uh, you know, we just sat there and kind of just talked. Because we had talked, you know, two or three nights ago about the same thing, too. What? About him and Amanda fighting and all this stuff. What
1: did they fight about?
4: I mean, I, it was, like, money and stuff like that because she wasn't working. And, uh, you know, uh, he didn't really talk too much about it, but I just told him, you know, that, you know, he was a lucky guy and, you know, he's got two beautiful kids got a beautiful wife. Like, I don't know, you know, it's okay. What most people want, you know, in life is to be, you know, fulfilled with, with those two things. Yeah. And, you know, how much, you know. Why
1: was he not happy with that? Was it money problems? Dope? What
4: was it? I, I think it was more or less money problems. I mean, cause, you know, like I said, I just, I really didn't know him that, that well. Like, and I mean, it was, this was so long ago that we actually talked about this, like, you know, and it was mainly me talking, you know, other than him, you know, to sitting there listening. And, you know, he said that he was, like, telling Amanda he was going to run off and like, sleep in the woods and all this stuff. What? Yeah, you didn't hear that?
1: Uh, no. Yeah,
4: that's, that's been another big thing, like.
1: Go off and sleep in the woods? Yeah.
4: And, uh. Why?
1: I, I wonder if he tried to do that and died.
4: I mean, I figured they would have find, found him now mean, by then. Like,
1: what, well, 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 just, just let me just go off and sleep in the woods. Yeah. Did you hear him say that?
4: Yeah, he said it, you know, a couple times, and I was like, I always thought it was BS, you know, I was because he wants to
1: go sleep in the woods?
4: Yeah, exactly. He
1: went in the other bedroom. Mm-hmm. Door open, shut. Door open. So, later that day, you gave the roofers a tour of your home. Was he there? Uh, see, I didn't really give them a tour of my home because they've been there before. They told me that you gave them a tour of your home. That they showed you showed them around your house.
4: Uh, I mean, I guess, but like that would probably be at like four o'clock or something, four or five o'clock. I mean, I didn't really think that was Later significant. In the day. Yeah. Okay.
1: When you like came that. back from Publix, was he there? I didn't check. Were the bedrooms upstairs? Yeah. So you leave for Publix at what time?
4: It's probably 12-ish or something like that.
1: And he was there mm-hmm. for like you that. to leave him. Go to Lowe's. Go to Publix. Get back. Start a fire. Put the fire out, and go up there.
4: It's probably more like two o'clock. And I mean, he was gone. And he was gone. And like he, he had taken his bag and everything that he had. Like he had a little bag, and, uh, and then he had his. He left his two little bottles of beer in my in the closet. But other than that,
1: did you see it coming that he was leaving?
4: Yeah, he did that every time. Like he would just disappear every time. Every time that, I, that he was over at my house, he would always... Every time he was leaving, he would just disappear. The man would always him <coughs> up. Like, so that was his M.O. So I wasn't too worried, you know... How many
1: times have he been over and disappeared?
4: Two or three. I mean, each time he'd been in my house, he always just left. So yeah.
1: would the roofers have been in a position to see him leave?
4: They, they should have. Like, that's what I thought. You know, that's why I assume they just saw him, saw him leave because, I mean, they were work there. The house had a steep... Um, See, at this point, when the, it was really smoky, they had to get down off the roof there. Because that's, you know, and that's why I assumed, you know, that Chase had heard them running around or whatever. I don't even know how they, he was sleeping with all that noise. It was just why like...
1: Why do you think everybody's pointing the finger at you?
4: Because I'm the person that nobody knows. And I'm just like that odd piece the plane. The last to, one to see yeah. him and all that.
1: And, and his disappearance doesn't make sense. But in a way, it does. If he kept telling people he was going to leave and go live in the woods, are you sure about that?
4: Yeah, that was, I mean, that's, that's well known, too, I'm pretty sure. I mean, that, that, that he said that. I think his mom even knows that.
1: In the last hours, so-called friend Brad Clement in court. He pleads guilty to concealing the Army vet Chase Masner's death but never gives real answers.
6: Having heard everything that the state has said, having heard your uh, attorney's statement, you believe that it is in your best interest using the case of Alford versus North Carolina to enrich Yes, sir, Your Honor. And under Alford versus North Carolina, you wish for me to accept this bill. Yes, sir, Your Honor.
1: But how did we get here? Listen, Daniel Wilkerson from Channel 46. Daniel is standing outside the medical examiner's office. Daniel, what happened?
3: i tell you, it's been a shock for everyone. Uh, Right now, I'm standing outside, again, the medical examiner's office here in Cobb County, and uh, we think we may get the preliminary results. Uh, Right now, they have just told us that they found a body. Uh, in the backyard of that home in Kennesaw. Uh, They have not made a positive ID as of yet but uh, I was speaking with uh, Chase's mother Stephanie late last night and she feels that this is Chase. Uh, Police told her something uh, that has made her uh, think that apparently there was something that they found with the body uh, that makes them think that this is in fact Chase.
1: Daniel right now Brad Clement on the run. I don't understand it if he had spoken at all with a defense attorney the attorney if he was worth his salt or she was worth her salt that goes in her bread would have said look we don't know any cause of death you can probably get off with disposing of a body but instead this guy goes on the run what do we know right now where is brad clement
3: well the latest coming from my source close to the investigation uh says that Uh, the fugitive unit here in uh, Cobb County, they uh, have searched Brad's mother's house, and they did not find him. Of course, she has a basement in that house. I have been there uh, several times. And so the thought was, the general thought was that he may be there. Of course, uh, her address was listed on his arrest warrant, so they did not need a search warrant to go over there. But I just got that news that they searched that house. Uh, I've been told by my source that uh, the fugitive unit, they know the general area where he is. And In their words, they said we are one step behind uh, him right now. Uh, But of course, he is not in custody, Nancy.
1: Right now, we have breaking news in the search for Chase Masner from NBC11 Alive. Face
5: down, handcuffed, and in the rain, the fugitive accused of covering up the apparent death of a Cobb County Iraq War veteran was arrested today outside of a Publix. Brad Clement was on the run for six days. Ryan Krueger now joins us live from the Cobb County Jail where Clement is now being held without bond. Last Friday, Clement had told authorities he was going to turn himself in for those charges of covering up the apparent death of Chase Master. Instead, Clement decided to run. He didn't get very far. He was arrested just one county over. Brad Clement apparently ditched the 2003 blue Honda Civic that authorities had warned about late last week. A car was found at his mother's house. It said it was this U-Haul that police say he was driving. Investigators say Clement rented the truck under a phony name and then didn't return it. On Thursday, acting on a tip, the County Sheriff's Office's Fugitive Task Force, along with U.S. Marshals and backup from DeKalb County Police, arrested Clement at the Toco Hills Shopping Center off of North Druid Hills Road. In this photo, you see him face down while it's pouring down rain. Clement is the last person to ever see Chase Massner alive. Three years ago, family friends tell us Massner stayed the night at Clement's home. Fast forward to last week when authorities found human remains buried in the yard of that home. Those remains haven't yet been positively identified as Masner, and it's not clear how the person died. All of these are answers that investigators hope to get to, as the only suspect in this case is now behind bars.
1: It's often said that when a case ends in court, there's closure for the victim's families. I on a personal level, can say there is no closure. There will never be closure for his widow, for his children, for Chase's mother. Listen.
6: Uh, This is her, her words, Judge. My only son is gone forever. After March 26, 2014, my life changed forever. My only son, Chase Master. They bye to me and drove away, never to really be seen alive again. The last person he saw, Brad Clement. We searched high and low for Chase and begged and pleaded for answers. For almost five years and still today, I experienced agony, turmoil, sleepless nights, nightmares, panic attacks. And on many days, I could hardly get out of bed. My son was not suicidal. He didn't do this to himself. He was a loving father and husband would have never left his two little girls. He loved life. He was funny, happy-go-lucky, and an entertainment and joy to all who knew him. I write these words, but words cannot begin to explain the torment me and my family and Chase's friends have been put through at the hands of Bradford. Living each day without Chase is a death sentence to me. Someday I will see him again. Until then, I ask God for strength to get through each day and to make my son proud. Judges, I've told the board um, this had such an impact on uh, Chase's wife, Amanda, that she eventually moved out of West. And, um, we had in-depth discussions about uh, the, the case and about issues with the case with family members. And... Um, and you said you spoke to a manager today. Today, yeah, we spoke by phone today, and um, I'm authorized to share with the court that both she and Stephanie Chase's mom said that they believe this plea is the right thing to do to finally uh, close out this case. So we're here with their support.
1: We can only pray they can go on with their lives.
6: Uh, Mr. Clement, please raise your right hand to the best of your ability. You can swear or affirm that any testimony you should give in the matter, before this court should be the truth, the whole truth, but none of the truth of be God. You put your hand on the Bradshaw, Clement, correct? Yes, sir. Your Honor, Mr. Clement stands charged in this indictment that I've referenced, 183146, with two counts concealing death of another and making false statements to law enforcement. Um, there's a span of years included in count uh, one. Uh, the dates specific in this reindictment indictment are uh, crimes that occurred
2: on between March 20th. 2014 and August the 21st of 2015. Chapter 2 of the indictment
6: involves a different date it's April the 4th of 2014, it involved. a discussion that this defendant had with the lead detective on the case, Detective Chris Twiggs. Um, that police officer is now here in the courtroom in support of this resolution today. Judge I'm about to give you a factual basis. He's going to receive a total sentence of 15 years with eight years to serve the balance. Uh, will be served on probation. There will be a fine applicable fees and surcharges. There's no contact provision. The defense is asking that this plea be tendered pursuant to the decision of North Carolina versus Alford. We don't have have an objection to that. Part of the agreement that I would state for the record um, which was a component of our discussions is that the state will not have any um, recommendation to the parole board about when, if at all, to the defendants' the receive
1: full. Nancy Grace Crime Stories signing off. Goodbye, friend.
0: Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke free, hands free, and hassle free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pal, Jen, is you. Visit zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical.
1: Pause for a big thank you to our partner making today's program possible. It's Dexcom. With the new Dexcom G7, you get better diabetes results without those awful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or to your watch so you can always see where you are go to lisa dot com forward slash nancy to learn more that's l e e s a dot com forward slash nancy